back into Rockstars, guys. I'm Phil Molina. This is Rogue Theory. We are going to go and figure out... I'm already drunk. We're going to figure out who will make up the next version of the Avengers. Uh, Rogue Theory, by the way, is a show that we bring uh, people together that are very fun, and we get their ideas on all kinds of theories and topics uh, and whatever's on our minds. On today's episode, we have, of course, New Rockstars' own Eric Voss. Hello! Hi! Uh, we also have uh, Jeff McCubbin uh, of the Comic Book Queers podcast. Hello! Woo. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we also have Welcome Back to Angelica Trey, hey. uh, a.k.a. A Trey on uh, Twitch. That's right? me. It's good to yeah. be back. Uh, not A Train, which is a very bad no. character on the boys. And not a great yes. way to travel. No, <laughs> not at all. That's safe. Mm, but it's bad. scenic. We should yeah. have more of it yeah. in this country. Uh, guys, a reminder that you can listen to the show on the Rogue Theory podcast feed to get it earlier than you would get it on the video. Uh, also, this episode is going to be about all kinds of Rogue Theories, as they all are. Uh, we're going to hit up uh, an upcoming DC movie. <gasps> mm. Yeah, we'll talk about DC. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about some Fast and Furious Universe stuff oh. and some... Um, all kinds of whatnot. Uh, but first, let's just get right into it. The new Avengers. So Kevin Feige said in an interview that there will be another Avengers. That's probably not the shock, right? Uh, no. Just like, yeah, he's they're going to make more billions. Uh, and then uh, the group is going to contain some characters that we know and some that we don't. So, uh, or maybe we haven't met yet, right? Uh, so I want us to go down the line, and I just want to be pitched on what this new Avengers team probably will be, based on your guess for where maybe Phase Five yeah. is going to go, uh, or if you also are just like, you know, who it needs to be, and I got a real hot take, and then you're just like, you just say characters that don't exist. But yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Ooh, I've thought about this way too. <laughs> Way too much. <laughs> that is healthy. Um, I'm convinced that they're going to go the route of uh, Brian Michael Bendis's New Avengers run, because mm -hmm. it is the New Avengers. Because yeah. New Avengers had uh, Captain America in it, but that would be the Falcon, I think. Mm -hmm. But then he also had a Wolverine on his team. Oh, yeah. He had a Spider-Man on his team. Mm -hmm. He had a Luke Cage. Um, I think Ugh. they're going to throw in a blade since they announced him. And then I think uh, we're going to add a Jessica Drew, who is Spider-Woman. Mm -hmm. That's who I think is going to That sounds be. like a pretty good lineup. Yeah. 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 So why do you think they're going, they would go the new Avengers route? Well, because I also think they're going to have the Scarlet Witch. And I think the Scarlet Witch, uh, they're in the new Avengers run, she goes crazy and starts killing everybody. Um, and and that leads to House of M, which mm -hmm. uh, is all with the mutants. And I think that's maybe how they're going to bring the mutants into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, that's interesting because it seems like what are yeah. their broader goals? What do they need this new Avengers lineup to do in their future yeah. films? And if you think now they have the X-Men, this new Avengers could be set up in order to tie in a lot of these new characters so that we can reboot them. And yeah, I, I think we're going to see House of M at some point in this yeah, next we went phase. Last week we were like all about how that's got to be how they bring in the mutants, except for a number of different ways that they also could bring in the, <laughs> the mutants. Yeah, or previously we've talked about it. It's endless. Yeah. Uh, but but House of M is a great way to do it, especially because of uh, uh, WandaVision. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Supposedly being tied into the Doctor Strange movie. It feels right. Yeah. What's your pitch? I, I agree with the Falcon. I can see Falcon, I think, can we're keeping people, right? Can we keep people? Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, so Feige keep okay. to keep some. Yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. And then I want kind of a ragtag group here. So I'd like to see some, maybe like a negative Nancy in here. Can we get like a Jessica Jones or a Nebula? 
Do you think uh, uh, existing Jessica Jones? Um, like they mm. they actually are like you know what we'll go back and we'll save someone from the Netflix world. Sure, why not? Rip Netflix. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I would love to see that, and then maybe like the thing. Yeah, well. I, I had a, a similar thought when I get to mine. I'll say, but I honestly <laughs> I cannot get over the fact that I don't think even Marvel will be able to really pull off what the thing should look like. And I just don't know that like you want to put him in that. I, I mean, yeah. people are going to disagree with me, but he's poop. He's like standing <laughs> made of poop logs and poop links, and like it'll be funny. Like, like no, but it shouldn't be. It should be intimidating. But it's just like something about like the cracks, like a the, condensed you... pine cone. Like if a pine yeah. cone got nervous and scared and shrunk in on yeah, itself, that's exactly what the a thing poop. Is. I think yeah. that's a Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. That's like a Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. That's its power. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I choose condensed. you, pine scared. <laughs> yeah. And that's all I do. I harden. Uh, uh, ew. Uh, uh, so so pitch us on on how that group uh, operates together. I I kind of just want like that weird group dynamic. Like that's what I like is the awkwardness of just a total different group <laughs> of personalities. So I'd love to see someone that's, you know, very um, you know, morally upstanding and then, you know, maybe like a little more roguish characters in there. Uh, you know, if there's like a Nebula Jessica Jones type character, it would be a very negative Nancy sort of Eeyore, mm. you know, in the group. I just love seeing those interactions. It's my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with a very Can we have a version of the yeah, Avengers that's just based on the Winnie the Pooh animals? Like, yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, you have yeah. a Tigger who everyone just kind of wants to shut up. <laughs> I, I love that. And, and like Philip said, an awkward Avengers. You could title it that too. <laughs> the awkward Avengers? The yeah. awkward Avengers. And they're all just like stuffed animals brought to life in the mind of a child, which is what these are. Are. They are toys who save cities and planets. Yeah, like yeah. when the when the villain is monologuing, they're just like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> what are we doing? Right. Yeah. Just take over, anyway. take over the world. Yeah. Snap me away. They're like, uh, uh, are we doing the Awkward Avengers or are we also doing the Winnie awkward, the Pooh? Awkward just Avengers. Because yeah, yeah. you're doing Eeyore. I think they're the same. You're uh, doing yeah. the guy who like is, has no confidence. Is that, is that what it is? It's Eeyore. Yeah. Oh yeah, that also works as yeah. Eeyore. Uh-huh. <laughs> just standalone Eeyore and also the Awkward Avengers. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, I don't like it and I will not see this film. I'll I will not it. see it. What if it's titled Awkward Avengers, Awkward Adventures? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, it that could work. Draw you in. Imagine if the big battle team up moment they say Avengers, mm, awkward. <laughs> oh, That's the new tagline. Yeah, I, yeah. I like tripling it. down on the awkward is what will sell me. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, for sure. No, I Long don't agree with this. Well, how about this? How about this? Uh, it seems like the way Phase Three left off and the way Phase Four is taking over, we're kind of in this thematic era of a lack of trust and not knowing what you can believe. So think how Far From Home ended. A spoiler warning for Far From Home because it apparently it takes people four months to see that movie. Um, like you had this thing where you have Mysterio's fake news. You have Spider-Man kind of made into a public enemy. You also have this whole weird scroll conspiracy where the scrolls are now working with Nick Fury's operation and we don't know where the hell Nick Fury is. And then what are the first two things coming out from Phase 4? You have Black Widow, a story about spy espionage and potentially a new double agent taking over for Natasha Romanoff, maybe in the Elena Belova. And then you have Falcon Winter Soldier, which sounds like it might be about not trusting this new version of Captain America. You have a government who still considers Winter Soldier and Cap enemies of the state, unless they got pardons, which they definitely deserve after what they've done in Endgame. (laughs) Um, But so maybe what the new Avengers role will be in Phase 4 and beyond will be restoring the public trust in superheroes because if you think, I can imagine a lot of people blaming superheroes the way Spider-Man is now about to be blamed. Um, 
and I have this theory in a, in a new um, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier Zemo story, because we know Baron Zemo's coming back, that he might do a Thunderbolts t- style plot and present these villains as the new Avengers to fill the void. And then over time, they uh, turn on him and they become good people. Goliath is a good guy. Um, so we might see something like that, right? Like maybe we have redemptive characters, people like Winter Soldier, people like Yelena Belova, people like Spider-Man, who people aren't really sure whether or not they can trust. And this new version of the Avengers in Phase 4 will be these kind of like anti-hero figures from the public's perspective. And their goal will be to avenge the lack of trust that people now have in superheroes on Earth. And then maybe we'll have other um, lineups of people to handle galactic cosmic problems. Like but, but who's in your who's in your lineup? So this lineup would be Falcon, uh, Spider-Man, um, maybe Winter Soldier, maybe Elena Belova, um, maybe Banner Hulk, since I don't really see him going off world that much. This version of him, I think his uh, Sakaar adventures are, are over. Uh, and then maybe characters like Blade, like characters who are Earthbound, um, whereas I see Doctor Strange, uh, Wanda Maximoff. And in all the Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor, they're going to be off doing other interdimensional adventures and intergalactic adventures. That's my idea for where I think this okay. might go. And what uh, what's, what storyline are you potentially housing this in? Uh, so, uh, I mentioned Scrolls. Uh, Secret Invasion is what we're all kind of waiting for, right, mm-hmm. in, in this next phase. Captain Marvel seems to be kind of hinting at it, and that post credit scene for Far From Home seems to be hinting at this idea that a lot of the heroes we know might be Skrull shapeshifters in, in disguise. I have a video series that I'm obsessed with and going through every character in the MCU to figure out which of them could be Skrulls and making a case for why this person might have been actually a Skrull the whole time. So if the you have... Uh, the whole time. The whole the, time. If you bring in this idea of the secret invasion where the society is doesn't know what to believe, they have these conspiracy theories that trusted government officials and superheroes might have been these alien shapeshifters, and then the Avengers that they've known and loved have let them down in some ways. Uh, the way that we move on and move through secret invasion is how this new Avengers team gets formed. It's... Uh, at the end of the day, we're the Avengers you can trust, mm-hmm. uh, and they have to earn. They have to fight to earn back and prove their humanity to society. Don't you think it's hard to do Secret Invasion with the Skrulls being good in this? Universe? It is tough. Well, right? no, but it's the same thing as the Kree have already been shown to to have their divisions of it. Like, I think it's just realistic to humanity. You know, yeah. how, like we're not all good people deep down. We don't always trust. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah, no, I, th- I, I, I don't know what you're referring to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I legit think that they're just going to be like, uh, some of us are bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah you could have like a splinter <laughs> yeah. cell of, of scroll extremists the way that, you know, we have Talos and his crew yeah. who are kind of like good guys who have worked with uh, humans in Project Pegasus and they work with Fury. Uh, you could have some who are more like the Ronin of the scroll. That's universe. how Star Trek yeah. does it. Right, yeah. like it's just the different races. There's always kind of like the uh, the fascists or whatever. They're they're the extremist yeah. groups in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, most of the villains tend to be like some race that we know really well, but one extremist within that race that is normally. All, actually, most of the the races are are into war and stuff in, in Star Trek. Uh, yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, I'm thinking Cardassian right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so I'm down with with Secret Invasion, and I'm mostly down with most of you guys' is, is uh, lineup. I have similar ideas for lineup wise. I like I, I kind of like New Avengers as a, as a bit of a model, but I would keep Sam doing kind of like other Cap related stuff, and then really just have Bucky take on the Winter Soldier. Like name again, honestly, but he fills in that cap role, so he's on my team. 
Uh, I'll throw out there that yeah, Spider Man, like the kid's got so many years uh, still still left uh, on him, so he's he's great. I think yeah, like Captain Marvel is is probably the Thor replacement or something. By mm. this point, we're talking Phase Five too. Yeah. So it's like you know who knows whose contracts are are not up or uh, hasn't died in some way or another. Um, and then I oh I really like uh, Wolverine being yeah. on there, mm-hmm. uh, which is also borrowing from from that story, but also just like. If they're gonna bring the X Men in, how do you not then like start throwing them into also the Avengers? Uh, and in that same vein, I'll give you a Sue Storm, right? Oh, sure. I also would say like maybe like a Mister Fantastic or a, a Human Torch or something, but I, I just wanted another woman on the on the crew. I think uh, feels right. So I'll throw in Sue Storm, and then here's my big swing, uh, Thanos. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's good, right? No, uh, he's Thanos specifically. <laughs> Uh, it's a, a multiverse t- uh, version sure. of, of Thanos, and it's because we are in a phase five where we're doing the Annihilation story, mm. where specifically Thanos mm. is like, hey, you know, uh, so Annihilus wants to destroy all life in the universe, and that multiverse is Thanos is like, I don't want that. Uh, and I really like, I really feel like we might get a bad guy on the good guy team coming up so and like who has like we've already done it too much with loki and thanos is like such a like rich villain that i I would love to be able to see him again and imagine him being on their side almost like in a a hulk kind of role Mm -hmm. or something uh it's very fun i'll also throw out there that i think maybe they're getting their direct directions from professor x and dr strange as a representation of the illuminati i love the idea of the illuminati and that brings the idea of maybe namor yeah uh, coming in, no, I, I, I didn't yeah. include him only because he's like weird, <laughs> you know. Like, but like, yeah, sure. Like, like a lot of brilliant minds could be could be there. But part of me feels like the MCU might be like, you know what? It's weird if they like have this meeting and they call themselves, especially like now, the Illuminati is a little bit of like a dorky thing. Imagine if they were like, yeah. let's be the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, we haven't really talked about how Black Panther will fit in with uh, any new Avengers lineup. I, I think no matter what, the Avengers are going to be the group of people in the Marvel Universe who care the most about defending and protecting Earth. I think I don't think the Avengers are going to care too much about what's happening outside of Earth. And you got to think like, you know, the new role that T'Challa has in this version of the MCU, he's just revealed his nation to the world. And they are basically the world's superpower. They have the most advanced weaponry. They're the most technologically advanced. So you kind of imagine him being not just king of Wakanda, but like king of the world, like the most trusted government. Like they housed Vision there. They were the most secure nation to protect Vision. It didn't work, but, you know, that's where they go. So I I think he's going to have to be in some kind of lineup, whatever the mix is. It's either going to be him or representative from Wakanda like Shuri. So so just to keep tally, rapid fire list off who your team is. Okay. Um, so I think we got Spider-Man. I think we got Black Panther, uh, Falcon, uh, whoever the new Black Widow is, whether it's Yelena Belova or someone from that world, uh, and uh, Banner Hulk and um, uh, Blade. Oh, yeah. yeah, <laughs> same, same. yeah. Uh, I'm now updating it from what everyone said. <laughs> yeah, cheater. But I, yeah, I'm going for uh, Falcon, uh, Scarlet Witch, um, Spider Woman, Spider Man, Wolverine, and uh, Luke Cage, and then I think Black Panther as well. Nice. 
Go ahead. Okay. Um, I'll I'll add one new person in there. But uh, <laughs> you guys are such cheaters. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll go to my original. Uh, Falcon. I think I said I said the thing. I want Nebula or Jessica Jones. I want someone that's cranky and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> and awkward. Eeyore, and awkward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, go to Eeyore for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I want to add an X Men now. Go quick. They added uh, Wolverine. <laughs> it's just all, all of us. For all of us, Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, uh, was that everybody? Uh, I think so. Eeyore, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Pooh. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm busy thinking about um, Night Monkey because I miss Night Monkey. Do you remember Night Monkey? The Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, Euro I wish Spider-Man. we could bring back, yeah, Night Monkey. Uh, the, the Night Monkey version of Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Like Night Monkey by night and Spider-Man by day. Uh, what was that? I was Captain Marvel, Sue Storm, uh, Wolverine, Spider-Man, Bucky, Thanos. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, just being led by Doctor Strange and Professor X. Yeah. Uh, okay, think in your team for a second. Just be honest with yourself. Whose team would defeat all the other teams? My team would get its ass kicked almost immediately. immediately. Yeah. <laughs> with this group. Like, little, like Thanos? Yeah. I think you're only saying this because you know you have Thanos on your team. <laughs> oh, I guess I didn't really <laughs> process the fact that I have Thanos. No, we were picking and the best fighters. I'm just reminding you also Professor X is just like hanging out too. Although actually, but your Thanos is the opposite. So your Thanos like wants to double the population. No, there. that's yeah. not how he, he's not bizarro Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> so he's Thanos. probably super peaceful. And then so maybe he's always trying to hook people up. No, like, you would make a great Stop couple. making my Thanos a wimp. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of just like all these like, well, I like there's also like two Wolverine. Marines on our teams. I think Spider-Man is fighting Spider-Man. I want to see that movie. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man yeah. versus Spider- uh, Spider-Man. Night Monkey. Fighting Spider-Man is that the movie you want <laughs> well, to watch? Spider-Man and Night fighting. Monkey now. So right. yeah, okay, yeah. fine. You win for no reason. Yay. Yeah, to me, yeah, <laughs> the most awkward uh, one of the Avengers. The awkward Avengers. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm not. That's just kind of. I'm starting to get your brand, by yeah. the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With the awkward. What is it? Awkward adventures, and they have an awkward oh, advantage. Gosh. Maybe that's what it is. We all kill each other off, and you're the only ones left. Yeah. And how awkward Because they is couldn't that? get there on time. The one left. <laughs> yeah. They were too late to the battle. Oh, no. Oh man, that feels like like uh, for this show. It's what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, uh, speaking of this show, uh, these people help us bring this show, I think, is what we're going to add. Yeah, sponsors. And we're back. Uh, Guys, uh, there was potential, maybe, possibly, leaked plot for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. Uh, Yeah, it was. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Eric, did did you see it? Or are you lying? I saw the whole show. (laughs) (laughs) Eric? It hasn't been shot yet, but I saw it. I got hit in the head with something, and I saw a lot of other stuff, too. I'm not going to talk about it. Basically, the... uh, the theoretical, maybe it's a leak, maybe it's not. Actually, potential spoilers ahead if yeah, this is a uh, uh, actual leak. And then people are always like, you say spoilers, and then you don't give me enough time to hit pause. So this time that I'm talking right now, you could have hit pause, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> there you go. All right. Called Great. out. All right. And now going into it. So potentially the story is going to be about the government not actually wanting Sam to take over the mm. Captain America mantle, which like them getting involved in that is kind of a weird choice in the first place yeah but there is that that comic storyline of uh sam not wanting to be connected to the government that it feels too um kind of like linked to a bureaucracy and it kind of could skew him the wrong way so him going independent is actually a a comic related thing but so i just want to know from you guys if you think that um maybe that storyline if they go that way is the appropriate way to, to do this? Are you are would that excite you that there it's gonna be about this idea that like maybe the Captain America mantle actually is gonna start uh, drifting away from bureaucracy or government? 
Uh, or are you like, nah, dog, like, like, I wish he would just play exactly Cap. Symbolism, patriotism, separating. Yeah, from, basically. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Um, yeah, I I like that. I like that level of conflict here because we view you know superheroes as the most powerful, and then we view our government as something that has previously or maybe currently, I don't know, um, is super powerful as well. And so having those two things come to a head is a really interesting dynamic for me. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, so you want that? You want it to I redefine basically the role. Yes. Yeah, kind of how he was a little bit in, in Civil War too. Yeah, it's kind mm-hmm. of following Winter Soldier in Civil War, where Cap was like, "Well, I don't want to be a poster child for uh, a government that's doing things that I don't believe in." And we saw in Civil War or in Winter Soldier, the government was had been compromised by Hydra anyway. Wait, I don't think we ever really dealt with. Uh, Sam Wilson's reaction to the events of Civil War where he was imprisoned in the raft Mm -hmm. and I think everyone on Team Cap felt like a sense of distrust in the government and in Tony Stark and it was just the events of Infinity War and Endgame that kind of brought them all back together from circumstance but I think that's something maybe the Black Widow movie might deal with because that's going to be set before Infinity War it's going to be set between Civil War and Infinity War so hopefully like through Black Widow and her story we can also get a sense of how Sam might feel from being betrayed by his government uh, and maybe he won't really want to f- the way Cap did and he might want to leave that behind and keep the shield but kind of define what the shield will mean and maybe put a different emblem on it all I want to know with the Black Widow movie is how her hair ended up looking like mm. that. I got a theory uh, on that Yelena Belova related <laughs> theory because it kind of has the ombre look yeah. right, here's, your, here's your rogue theory uh, it's because because it's her natural hair color, and during the snap, it's such a depressing period. She's she just stops, like, screw she it. stops coloring it. Yeah, and but it I will say that is red. more. That's not enough for five years. Uh, and then like if, we need to time. Where, how long is the hair grow? How long were the roots yeah. grown out? Like that? Like that much? Is that? I don't think that's I think five that's, years. I feel like it? that's probably think? five years. All right. I, think, I mean, how damaged is her hair? I think we need to do studies on this. Did she I think, take I think, Let's go to the lab. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, lab. we have a lab. We'll is get the Mustard's well? guys yeah. on this. Yeah. 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 Let's all start growing out our hair now, and we'll dye it. Do we have a lab? We'll start dying. But going off what you said, I think in general, Marvel works better when the characters are outcast. I think DC is the good, like, we're the golden boys. We work with the government. Everything's wonderful. That's more of a Superman-y thing. Mm-hmm. I think the side of Marvel, oh, it's Super best Manny, that's my favorite spinoff of Modern Family. <laughs> 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 I bet OJ, my son is so yeah. super. <laughs> Jay, I can't eat this ice cream. I gotta go fight aliens. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think... Uh, I think uh, the Avengers work best when they're outcasts and they're and and, and mm-hmm. the general population does not like them. Yeah, agreed. I I, yeah. I, I really like that you brought up Superman because uh, I, that actor needs work. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, because uh, Superman and Captain America are both trying to uh, they try to make them the symbolism of America's is ingrained in that character uh, supposedly at its core. But I actually very much like that. The Boy Scout, Superman, is kind of like, you know what? I trust my parents. I had a good life, uh, and I trust my government. And that Cap's like, yeah, me too. And then he's put through the ringer a bit, and he's like, wait, well, I'm not stupid. Uh, and so it actually, even though it switch, would switch over to Sam, I really like the idea that it's the arc of the character of Captain America starts from, he's, he's literally propaganda. Mm-hmm. right? Initially, like they, and they use him in, in stupid videos and whatnot, and he has to film those fake uh, war uh, battle scenes. Yeah, punching and, Hitler and uh, yeah, exactly yeah. to inspire yeah. people. And then he's so he's literally used as a tool all the way through. Like you know, it, it didn't necessarily finish with Steve Rogers, 
but he does really come to distrust and want to do his own thing. Two, now when he hands it over to Sam, he's like, yeah, no, I'm not even going to play that game at all from the mm-hmm. beginning. One interesting thing that I ho- hope happens, because you were talking about Thunderbolts and yeah. all of that stuff, I think it'll be very interesting. Is like in the comic books, there was a period where like Norman Osborn started to rise the ranks in the government. And I don't know. He didn't become president at some point, did he? Or was he just like th- mayor of New York no, or Lex something? Lex Luthor became president in, in, yeah. on DC. Uh, and it was a similar story. But Yeah, but I like yeah. that idea of a villain being in like the head of the government. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. What a weird. I don't know why. Which we've seen yeah. some of that. They've laid the groundwork with figures like Alexander Pierce being and Hydra figures yeah. rising to secretary of state and these things. Yeah. Yeah. And there are multiple senators that were in. in yeah, and it'll be interesting too, right? to see how like uh, Secret Invasion could tie in with that. Like uh, some one of the other figures some people have tweeted at me like look into Thunderbolt Ross. You know he's kind of the now the, the face of the government in the MCU. Um, he's secretary of state now I think currently um, unless something happened during the blip that we don't know about. Um, I yeah. don't, I, but but he's also representative of the military, and I think that's almost like the, too easy, right? Where it's like uh, the Colonel Kurtz kind of thing of like, oh, that guy's gone crazy, and now he's on his own warpath. Instead, I like the the sleeper, you know, Mayor Pete kind of person who's like, hey, Buttigieg. I, yeah, Buttigieg, yeah, like, he's got, like, you know, the sleeves rolled up. He's like, I'm working for you, but secretly I'm actually, like, super evil. And Mayor okay. Pete. Yeah, like <laughs> a lurking, yeah. Yeah, we haven't yes. had problems with saying presidential candidates are actually green alien figures in disguise, right? <laughs> I didn't call him an alien. I said he's evil. <laughs> Uh, no, Mayor Pete's uh, a very fun, smart person. Sure. Uh, he's okay. watching. That's and why a I feel lizard. Yeah, he's sorry. a big fan. <laughs> Would you say a loser? And a lizard. Oh, I think we just mean like, and a loser. <laughs> I mean, probably wow. though, because he probably is not going to happen. Stop talking about the politics, do rock stars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stay in your lane. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you're the one that leaves us comments? <laughs> is that the camera that's live? He's got like 20 different aliases. You want to put it in my camera real quick? <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, uh, so we decide, yeah, we're down with that, right? Like, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Also, you know what? Uh, my biggest uh, frustration with Civil War was that they didn't. I don't think they did a great job of going kind of underground, mm. uh, specifically with Cap, right? Cap having meetings and sewers and stuff in the comics is like so fascinating to yeah. me. Of just like, you, like think you're like you're you're this you're in this altar where people have all this respect for you, and it's, now you're like in a literal sewer with like you know crap on your feet or whatever and like rats running by like this is what your government thinks of you that you have to like you have to literally hide so put the same story through that where like he's kind of on the run or whatever oh yeah Yeah, Uh, sam wilson as the forgotten veteran uh like how many homeless veterans do we have in this country how many veterans have we forgotten and have like opioid abuse and and mental problems and he could maybe be an emblem of that story sure and tonally uh the fugitive Right, yeah. just kind of that thing of like, look, I'm trying to like solve this one thing. Stay out of my way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay in hiding a little bit. We, that can be really it. interesting. Yeah, and notice, remember how much uh, experience Sam has with these leading group therapy sessions. He understands that side of uh, post-war life for a lot yeah. of vets yeah. uh, more than really any other MCU character. And I'll say this darker, a little drier uh, place is also the when you're like, oh, that doesn't sound like Marvel. That's Winter Soldier. Yeah. Right. When yeah. Winter Soldier came out, it was that spy thriller, sure. and it yeah. had that kind of. It was even um, shot desaturated. Yeah. Remember that? Like it was like slightly less colorful than your mm-hmm. average film. Mm-hmm. That sounds like perfect. It also sounds like the way that you make a TV show that isn't as expensive as a movie. Yeah. It's like well, yeah. every scene is in the sewers. You know, yeah. like they build one sewer set. Yeah. <laughs> uh, homeless people don't live in the sewers. I want to clarify that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we solved it, and we know that it's going to be great, and we sign our approval. 
yeah. to Disney. Yes. All right, send that off. We're Great. all for it. Yeah. Other thing that people are talking about right now, and I want your guys' opinion on, is about Dark Side. And so we're going to go into DC here for a second. So uh, if you hate that, skip this. Uh, but yeah, sometimes we, we talk about <laughs> you DC. You should like it. You should DC like it. DC has yeah. fantastic characters. Yeah. I, I'm really into DC characters. They also, by the by, you know, come up with great characters, and sometimes it's Marvel later that has a similar character. So sometimes with the same names. Yeah, that's Captain true. Marvel. Yeah. yeah. So I want to go into. So Ava DuVernay um, said this week that her new Gods movie would feature Darkseid, uh, and that character is constantly compared to Thanos. They look a lot alike. Uh, they also have that kind of like the the treatment of that. There's no villain beyond. I mean, there are, but that's the way they're they're seen as like the main biggest villain. Considering DC's like not missteps, but their hard out of the gate time that they've had of trying to get it right, and maybe we should copy Marvel, maybe we shouldn't. Well, now are they going to be in a situation? Is Darkseid too similar to Thanos? Yeah, sadly, yes. I think uh, based off of what we know about Darkseid from the comics, and what's really got to be frustrating for a lot of DC Comics fans is Darkseid came first. Like yeah. yep. Jim Starlin created the character of Thanos, but like, yeah, he wanted to give Marvel their version, and this was happening throughout the '60s and '70s uh, on both sides, where you know they're these competing comic companies are like, we should have our version of this, and but yeah, they're both purple, they're both jacked, they're both Old Testament gods, and they're both from other planets, and they've come to Earth in this quest to try to master all power of the universe. Um, they but, gave Thanos new motivation. Yes. Almost, it almost makes you wonder if they were like. You know, we need to make him very specific so that he, if they do end up, because it was part of Zack Snyder's plan to have Darkseid be the villain of eventually in in the Justice League. Yeah, release uh, the Snyder Cut. But apparently, yeah, yeah. the Snyder Cut had um, Darkseid waving at them from the other side of the boom tube. Well, uh, or, or he shoots like up, the yeah. Omega beams. Or Is something that like real? That. Yeah, yeah. There was supposed there all the Justice League. The final shot was supposed to look up through the boom tube and he see Darkseid, not waving at them, just like looming his, like, his, his silhouette yeah. Yeah, in his eyes. Yeah, I feel. You can't tell a new God story without Darkseid, but I think, and I know they're not going to do this, they should just make him look different. Yeah. I think they should just... So, like, a different interpretation. Yeah. So, so pitch it. What does he look like? I think he should just be, like, long and gangly and maybe (laughs) a different color. I like men men that are described as long. Long, gangly. Long men. Yeah, (laughs) just, and maybe pink with some sass. Is that like you want to play this? I do. Oh, that's funny that you were thinking him and I was thinking, like, uh, uh, side of the road, like, air balloon guy, man, or whatever. You're always thinking that. Well, you know what they could do? They could replace him with Snagglepuss because he's actually part of the DC universe now. Okay. They own they own this. The yeah, they actually released a Snagglepuss real quick. Book. Eric, it. go ahead. What's your Snagglepuss? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the Justice Link is here. Exit stage right. They're about to. You're hired. You're hired. Oh, You're hired. Happens to apocalypse. You're hired, and that's what that's what we need. Yeah. Yes, we Get need. Get the <laughs> Uh, uh, that completes our obligations to Eric Voss. That was in his contract that we had <laughs> yeah, to get a Snagglepuss in there. Can you just replay that over and over yeah. every time? Just be like, hey, we've got Eric here, and then it's just that clip. Yeah. <laughs> this is every exactly. show. Yes. For every He's answer. not even here. Like in the opening credits, that's the clip of me show with my name. Like, yes. My Snagglepuss. But I will also Perfect. say the one thing the new gods have, they have Granny Goodness. Mm-hmm. Who Which is, is such an, a weird character. An S&M old lady grandma. Yeah. grandma. <laughs> Evil, like genocidal killer. Now, and for our viewers that don't know, an S and M grandma. <laughs> uh, there had to be one. 
There's bound to be one. Oh, of course they exist. Well, I mean, I mean, grandmas now are are like much younger than like that age has now. You can be a grandma and still be, you know, a grandma. Yeah. yeah. There's a there, high there rate are, of sexually transmitted diseases in nursing in nursing yeah. homes. That's there true. are MTV generation right, grandmas. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, um. No. <laughs> Next time I step into a nursing home, I'm gonna. Somebody's gonna check this math. But you can be 36 years old and be a grandma. Yeah. You can I, be way younger than 36 and be a grandma. I mean, if we're just kids having kids, I'm just saying. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, that was Exhibit B, so... <laughs> yeah. It's like, it uh, was in a different context. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we often have people recommend to us uh, segments we should cut from, from the show, and I feel like that might end up on the list. we got to stop asking for those recommendations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, so how do you think they'll bring her in? I will say I watched the, the cartoon... Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the which it, which one? She's in like is a it the lot Young of the... Justice cartoon. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. She's currently in there. She actually like is the president of like a video game, like, but it's secretly, uh, it's like one of those VR video games, mm-hmm. and it's actually like, uh, what is it called? Like brainwashing them, mm-hmm. um, and and that's how she was entered into that. Yeah, I think she could come in as like this nice little grandma. So character. like a uh, a normal like it's almost like a Hansel and Gretel kind of yeah, story. Or something. Yeah, yeah, like like it's a facade. That story you just told me reminded me of like almost like a. Uh, is it Rita Repulsa or so, some something yeah. like where they like hide um, the character in some sort of stupid uh, game or something? Yeah. So you think like just treat her like a human that secretly is devoted to Darkseid? Yeah, that's interesting. And what about changing Darkseid in ways that are not to make him look more like Jeff McCobin? Because <laughs> I do like the idea though of making him more of a, a man, right? Yeah. Like he doesn't need to be that bloated figure that he is he could be kind of a silver surfer-esque kind of humanoid with you yeah. know still omega eyes and whatnot you know they yeah. could dc could learn some lessons for the ways marvel adapted thanos for the screen i mean the the marvel comics version of thanos is kind of a one-dimensional he's just trying to gather uh, jewelry to impress mistress death mm-hmm. and then they made him an eco-terrorist in the movie you know like he's he's seen how bad overpopulation around the universe can be if it's left unchecked so mm-hmm. you could argue whether or not it's a real legit plausible way to solve that problem but uh, maybe dc could just humanize dark side in a different way so it's not just about power Maybe he has some kind of political or personal motivation, something like he's trying to gather mother boxes or whatever his plot is in order to prevent some greater calamity from happening. So you give him like kind of a sympathetic journey um, and maybe uh, de-escalate him from the ultimate big bad Old Old Testament villain of the New Gods and maybe just another one of that family, another like outcast, a Hades figure of the New Gods. Uh, who they can connect with rather than fight against. He doesn't have to be the villain in this version of the story. Uh, just throwing other alternate ideas out there that they don't have to go the Thanos MCU route with Darkseid in the DC I'm, world. I'm sure they'll do... It'll probably be a villain, honestly. They'll probably go along with that, yeah. but maybe they'll they'll change the color a little bit, you know? like A periwinkle green. instead of a Yeah, periwinkle, you think that magenta. That's, that's all it needs is a, yeah, <laughs> just a just, hue shift? Yeah, um, some earrings or something. Like, <laughs> I don't know. So you change, can tell the difference. Yeah, Johnny Bravo hair or something like that. It's like and, uh, Homer and Krusty, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's like slight differences. But then, yeah. well, what, Thanos's. what yeah. we saw with Thanos was he did have his weaknesses there, you know, and we saw with Chocolate. his daughters. And it, <laughs> what? Chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's in love with chocolate. Yeah, and Kathy. They just have to 
to like bait him. They put it under a little cage. He comes, he pulls it. You got it. It's not even that big enough cage to hold him. It just has his hand and he's like, I'm caught. Oh no. I'm not letting go of this chocolate though. It's mine. Um, But yeah, like I'm sure they'll give Darkseid a new set of of weaknesses as well because Thanos is a pretty complex character when you think about it. So I'm sure. Now. Now, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I'm sure they'll do that as well. Yeah, so I, I'm into this idea though, of specific motivations. I, I we kind of hopped over it real quick. We were talking about the the mother boxes and whatnot, but yeah, what else? So put it in in the DC universe. What would motivate Darkseid in a in a way that feels unique or interesting? Is it kind of just borrowing from like Die Hard movies and like you know how that villain always has some sort of plot? I'm gonna make it so that all the nukes go off so that we learn a lesson or you know like is it just finding some random motivation like that yeah i mean backstories that's what they're great for right just put a flashback in there so give him a context to to his thing yeah yeah or maybe it's something like you know he views all of human as some uh, humanity as some kind of subspecies that is going to hurt the universe uh, so they have to be exterminated. You know, you got to apply like, what's the darkest things humanity has done to each other, and how can we uh, heighten that in the form of a superhero? That's always like the way you go. So you look at history, and there's been you know uh, genocide, <laughs> there's been ethnic cleansing, there's been eco terrorism, there's been political terrorism, there's been religious war. So how is your you smile getting bigger <laughs> each step of this? I was list? like, never mind. This is that I'm making things too dark. <laughs> So it's, it's my face trying to balance things as all things should energy. be. See, yeah. I think all that just sounds so depressing. I think it should be something fun. Like, he wants to be, like, super famous. <laughs> and so he's just Dark like... Dark said, you're going to be a star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that better. Where he's like, I want to be number one. I want everyone to know who I am. Ooh, we get it. You want him to be Jeff name. McCubbin. Yeah, Jeff McCubbin, the, the side of the road. Air man. You're filled with hot air. Stark side. I know. <laughs> Welcome to the dark side. I don't like to say that like <laughs> just in that. commercials, yeah, or something. It's I said in the seventies. Yeah, they're yeah. super popular. Okay, I could see it. Fame. Yeah, no, fame. again, I hate Infamy. this idea very much. I hate it more than I hated the awkward Avengers. Uh, you, you'll like it when you see it on screen. Don't worry about it. Okay, I did that too. Sometimes you'll, you'll I, it turns it. out great. magenta. Uh, fame, it'll be great. <laughs> You're just saying things. I am saying things. <laughs> like, like, like just uh, glitter. I'm trying, I'm trying to say like sexy words, like glitter. Magenta. Yeah, uh, magenta. Well, um, don't say it too many times. Infamy. I'm at work. <laughs> uh, uh, guys, uh, this got weird enough that now I feel totally fine to talk instead about Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Alright, good segue. Uh, speaking about just sex and violence just brought together The Rock. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, so this is the the technically, I think, the ninth Fast and Furious movie that that is out there now, which puts it ahead of the Star Wars main saga, by the way. As, which has uh, only had eight movies. Uh, yeah, so far, yes. had eight movies. Yeah. Uh, so, if you, I don't know if you guys have seen, seen it yet, but in it, basically, Idris Elba is a super villain, like super powered uh, villain, it, uh, essentially. But also, this franchise has done all kinds of insane things. Uh, you know, The Rock is able to bust through his cast by flexing, right? Yeah, in in one of those, in yeah. one of those movies. Uh, Jason Statham murdered an entire hospital, yes. <laughs> the, like the whole building. Even he killed it. Uh-huh. Uh, and Michelle he Rodriguez, yeah, he Michelle Rodriguez, <laughs> literally both. Literally, she came back from the dead. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, amnesia. Yeah, so she suffered she amnesia yeah. for you know yeah. whatever. Uh, but basically. 
can we just acknowledge uh, these are superhero movies? Yeah, yes. this is essentially an Avengers yes. team. This is a pair, a duo. Even their airport runways are superheroic. They're like thirty miles long. <laughs> Fast oh, and Fast Furious Six yeah. ended yeah. with uh, with this big thirty minute long. This plane never took off. <laughs> it was just, it was a it was a chase on a runway. So they made a plane a big car. And didn't uh, one of them drive through the hull of the plane? They 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 were able to outrun the plane. Uh, there was a car on the plane. The car smashed through the front of the plane and then was able to drive faster than it and outrun it. Ooh. These are the best movies of all time. Yes. They are fantastic. Uh, and we're just talking about how they're superhero movies they're now. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah superhero movies. Uh, or like, um, don't they have that thing now? So this just came out, right? You were talking about this article uh -huh. where they say that they can't lose a fight and they like count how many punches they yes. have so they essentially like that's why they take like in so their many movie hits. contract the yeah contract. In, yeah. in real life too they're not allowed to lose fights yeah but uh, like so that's why they get thrown through a wall and they yeah. don't suffer any consequences because they can't lose that fight yeah the wall street journal did a whole like awesome reporting with the wall yeah. street journal here they uh they interviewed people who work on these sets and they've they've dug into the contracts of all these of vin diesel Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jason Statham and they all have different versions of this where they are not allowed to lose so they have to find creative ways so that in these movies they both kind of win in a way even when they're fighting each other so like Statham will throw a grenade and The Rock even though he kind of loses that fight, he just grabs a woman and jumps out of a window <laughs> with her. And by saving a woman, he's also a hero. Oh, my uh, God. They fight, but then a helicopter shows up and fires a missile at him. So then the helicopter uh, is kind of the guy who spoiled the fight by splitting it up. <laughs> uh, the Rock can't even lay on the ground at someone's feet. Uh, his sister is on all the sets, and she'll be like, ooh, no, we need to have him sitting up here because The Rock doesn't lay defeated at someone's feet. He's ready to get back up. Then do superheroes need to lose? in order to be interesting? It depends what you're going to these movies for. I think Marvel has shown us that uh, Thor is a far more fascinating character when he gets knocked down, loses Mjolnir, gets his eye punched out, gets real fat, gets out of shape. Far more interesting. Tony Stark, in a lot of his uh, Iron Man 3, kind of ends with him getting defeated. Pepper saves him. Um, and he's he's much more interesting, like you said, when they're outcasts, when they're beaten down, when they aren't just these macho figures. Uh, Captain America, in Captain America's Civil War, he walks away limping from that fight uh endgate or infinity war he ends knocked on his ass you know he's not ready to sit back up he goes oh god that's like some of the most interesting visuals we've seen of these characters so i think and logan was my favorite wolverine movie uh, well yeah i think it was my favorite wolverine movie and yeah we saw what happened with him he was he was tortured that whole time so i think superheroes are more interesting and have more uh, relatability when they're beaten down but in terms of what the fast and furious franchise has become it's just like uh it's almost an experiment to see how ridiculous and uh inhuman and wrestling like we can make these characters and that like the stories just get soap operatic and we just kind of love it for what it is so I don't know. Interesting on a human level, they need to lose. Interesting on just a spectacle, never lose. Yes. <laughs> it, it makes me think of Rocky, right? Yeah. So I think we can spoil Rocky. I think we can spoil Rocky, Aaron. I oh, think we I can, can spoil hear, Rocky. I can yeah. read the comments Great. already. Yeah, just exactly. Angry people. Uh, Rocky loses. Yeah. Right. And what? and damn it, in the first one. <laughs> yeah. He loses, he loses the yeah. first one, and it's um uh it really is the story that is important. It's the journey that he takes, and it's the fact that he was able to fight it all. 
and and last in the ring at all is the whole point. Philip, you found the perfect metaphor. The MCU is Rocky One. Uh, the uh, Fast and Furious franchise is Rocky Four, where they're both incredibly yeah. jacked. Uh, I mean, Drago kind of loses, but it ends with him putting his arm around. If we could change, and I could change, and he could change, and Gorbachev could change, <laughs> and, and Chernobyl could change, change. <laughs> we all could change. Family, quote a mile at a time. Yeah, I love that. You could, yeah, you could be doing wow. uh, Vin Diesel. You could be doing Stallone. I intentionally blurred <laughs> the lines there. Yeah, you, yeah. These There's are some the same movies. <laughs> It's to Murgatroyd. It's to Murgatroyd. All right, that's the new clip that you have to show. Sorry, yeah. it's, it's changed. I don't it's have updated. to show any clips of this guy. All right, okay. <laughs> right. Row questions. Okay. <gasps> These are questions that just come at you. Well, at the speed that I read them. Bring them so, on. So, so normal uh, human <laughs> language. Uh, but you don't know what they are. I don't know what they say. Uh, and we have to come up with some quick answers, uh, some rogue theory answers to these rogue questions. You guys ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Well, we're on this, right? So the Fast and Furious spinoff, Hobbs and Shaw, comes out this week. Can you tell me if these franchises... Well, I spoiled one of these. If these franchises have had more or less movies than the Fast and Furious. All right, you ready? Yeah. Uh, your options are... So I'll say instead, which of these franchises uh, has more than the Fast and Furious? Whoever gets the answer fastest first yeah. wins quarter something. Mile. Yeah, <laughs> wins a quarter mile at a time. Uh, all right, Mission Impossible. Less. Less. Well, I do save it to the end. Uh-huh. Mission Impossible, uh, live action Spider Man movies, Transformers, Star Trek, Star Wars, and then the biggest superhero team up of all time, the Medea films. <laughs> I think Medea has more. Medea definitely yeah. has more. Medea. I think that's sure. the only one. Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, because Star Wars, Star Trek, Star Trek has more. Star Trek has more live action because you got to think you had like are five we, of the original series. You had three of the Picard ones. Are we talking series? Or are we talking films? Mo- oh, films. Yeah. You've had at least three of the new J.J. Abrams uh, Kelvin timeline ones. So we've definitely had at least like 10 Star Trek films at least. So I'll just tell you real quick. Yeah, Mission Impossible has less six. Spider-Man has less seven. Transformers has less seven. Star Trek has 13 wow. Star Trek films. Uh, Star Wars... I didn't actually say main saga in this. So Star Wars has more. more. Yeah, so with Solo 10. and Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and Medea, same. Nine wow. Medea films, okay. just as furious. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Lana Del Rey is speaking at the Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony for Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> oh, but here's the the uh, the connection there. Who else with the name Del is somewhere in their name uh, should have been there? We have Lana Del Rey and, and Guillermo del Toro. Del Close should have been arrested. Uh, should have been arrested for all the lives he ruined. A drag queen Bianca Del Rio. Wait, Benicio Adele? del Toro. Adele. Benicio del Toro. Adele. Adele. So I'll take. Uh, <laughs> okay, dude, cool. you're getting Adele. Uh, right, ready. Uh, a woman married her golden retriever. Oh yeah, I saw this. We all saw this. Yeah, we're all caught up uh, on an English yeah. morning show this week. I'm so we caught up it. on dog news. By the uh, what fictional animal would you consider marrying? Night monkey. <laughs> Night monkey, yeah, sure, no. yeah. Uh, what fictional animal would you consider marrying? Uh, the uh, Judy Dench cat from the Cats trailer. Uh, Ooh, I'd, I'd go with a uh, Falcor from the Neverending Story because he could take yeah. me places. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah are you're these married? are these like mystical? Can we do? You can't change your answer now. Uh, you're stuck uh, in your marriage. You don't want to be in. Sorry, you're unicorns out for me. Yeah. Yeah. Dragons. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, Woodstock '50 was officially canceled this week. Uh, who has the best shot at headlining Woodstock 100? William Eyelash. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Eilish. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> That's her full name. In, in, in 50 years, you'll have to embrace it. Just mm-hmm. some robot cube. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, like a VR. Yeah. Yeah, I think Pop Alexa. Star? Just Alexa. <laughs> the, a little box? Yeah. The singularity <laughs> has occurred, and Alexa is the only act performing for a bunch of other smaller Alexas. <laughs> Alexa, <laughs> star <Dig> concert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure, yeah, why not? Oops, I don't care. Uh, August 3rd is National Mustard Day. What's your... <laughs> this is what we're talking about? <laughs> National today what? is Spider-Man Day. But we're talking about National Mustard Day. What's your favorite yellow fictional character? Uh, can we do uh, Beatrice Kiddo with her tracksuit? Yeah, that yeah, is a great yeah. answer, okay. and that's the only one I'm going to take because okay. I refuse to go on on this question about National Mustard Day. Millhouse Manhattan is mine. Uh, Odie from uh, Garfield. No, I'm not taking any more answers. I'm switching this to this a Spider-Man question. Okay, so Spider-Man is the most recognized hero in the world. A lot of people think it's it's Batman for some reason. Spider-Man is in every country. There's like a representation of Spider-Man. It's in so many languages. It's also the most profitable hero that's ever existed. Uh, we all have deep connections to Spider-Man. What's yours? Where do you, What's your first maybe memory of Spider-Man or something that, just to celebrate his day, something that you remember Spider-Man meaning to you at some point? Toby Maguire crying. That just really got face. you? Yeah, it really resonates with that's me. Your Spider-Man <laughs> that's your Spider-Man. That's my Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine is more similar, but more shallow. It's when he first wakes up and discovers his power and just Ooh. sees his the, the like six body. Pack. Yeah, That sparked something in me. <laughs> to cause you to work out. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> um, my favorite moment, uh, it's not my first Spider-Man memory. I don't know what that was, but it's from Spider-Man 2 when he stops the train and he goes... <laughs> And he like uh, does the Christ pose, and he like bends the metal of it. He's like, "Got any other bright ideas?" And someone just made it into like this like loop. They made the ten minute loop of just him going, trying to stop the train for ten I, minutes. I love a good loop. Yeah, oh. yeah. That's you think the clip do. I'll show again and again of Eric. Just <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I got we're updating you. this clip as we yeah. go. Yeah. All right, great. Well, then that's it for this episode of Rogue Theory. To the ten of you still watching, uh, thank you so much for going rogue with us. Thanks to you guys uh, so much. Where can we find you guys? I'm Angelica Trey. You can find me on most social media platforms at A-Trey, A-Y-Y-T-R-A-E, and on Twitch, as well as on Instagram at Angelica Trey. Great. Jeff? You can find me on Instagram at Evil Jeff, or you can go to my podcast um, on Instagram at Comic Book Queers. Sweet. And Eric, what do we got going this week? Um, okay, yeah. So uh, I teamed back up with our good pal Marina Mastros, and we went through this idea of how the hell is Vision coming back for WandaVision? No one seems to know how he was brought back from the dead. We saw his lifeless gray husk roll around on the uh, Wakandan jungle floor, and no one seems to know how he comes back. So Marina and I had uh, a lot of fun going through different we possibilities. We can have uh, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> um, so we got that. We got some theories on what uh, how Baron Zemo is coming back to the MCU. And uh, yeah, now that the Avengers Endgame uh, digital download is out there we can finally go through frame by frame and see all the details and in that final battle there's so much fun things I saw it four times and still there's little things that I'm discovering so I, I look forward to kind of doing a rewatch yeah are you guys gonna uh, go into what Spider-Man is swinging from in that final battle <laughs> I love it he's doing like the Spider-Man uh, PS2 video game where yeah. he's just like swinging well, from well it's so obvious right he shoots yeah. a little bit of webbing and then he swings from that yeah it's a, it's a cloud yeah. from, yeah. from a cloud yeah, exactly. he's swinging from clouds now yeah. uh, guys don't forget to subscribe to the Rogue Theory 
podcast feed. It comes out before the videos do. Stay tuned to the YouTube channel for the stuff Eric was just talking about and any other show we have going on. Follow us on Twitter at New Rockstars. Follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Philip Molina. I love everyone who's still here. 